Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, it's uh, the Thea and uh, and crew. That's what we wrote down. Hold on a second. Did we give our real names? Well, you did. I did. Well, this is this is where we've ended up. Uh, so this is uh, uh, your shanty uh, is over here. Uh, I will escort you these these fifteen feet. Uh, you can stay here for as long as you need. It seems you're you're ready to do your business, though. Uh, well, work first, then business. Work, then business. And then All maybe right. a what little is it more you work. Do? Uh, uh, you know, bring the everlasting glory of Orcus upon the realms. Creature is being thrust out of the ground, and it looks like this sort of bison. You could say it's got like this bison kind of look to it. And all of the undead in this village are now coming towards you. There's about twenty of them. Every you're all tearing off, and you dive in and into one of these these shacks. So are we going down into the meat hole? Oh, yes. please never say that again. <laughs> Sounds like a pretty rockin' Saturday. Do we just roll in and say, Orcus, look at this. It's it's Thea Anastasia. And, and the crew. And Flint. I don't and, think I feel comfortable and, being I mean, the headliner. Some, um, <laughs> if it could just be like... I feel like you and Flint kind of are the the headline. No offense. Uh, Grant says 900, no offense to you, but I mean, they... It is true. I, I do not even know myself. pretty famous. It's best to keep me at the back. I've got things like delayed blast fireball. Well, it sounds like you need to get that checked out. Agreed. I also have sequester. You want me to try that one out on you? I'm not into horses. (laughs) 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 Welcome to Dungeons & Dragons. I'm your dungeon master, Russ Moore. He, him. Also with me today is Carla Maxted. She, her, playing Lipsinky Pip Diggins, a deep gnome warlock. Did you guys even know that? I never say it. I remembered warlock could not have told you much else. Yeah, uh, also she, her. And Amy Moore. Yeah, she, her, and I'm playing Thea Amastasia, a uh, high elf druid, also she, her, and uh, Guile Nighthunter Oglakanu, a Goliath Barbarian, she, they. And Tom Laird. Yeah, he, him, and I'm playing Flint Firebeard, he, him. And Kyle Classic. Once again and forevermore, he, him, and I'll be playing Varnux, also he, him, and once again and forevermore. All right, we're back into it. There's no fumbles, there's no stumbles. We're back. We're, it's, there's, it's not as awkward as it was last time getting, shaking the dust off. 
Uh, oh, I'll we make it, it awkward. If we, yeah, I mean, the episode was awkward, uh, just in general. So I probably <laughs> will get back there too. Um, Apologies. I mean, it's a it's a it's a gross place. It's things a gross are place, icky. Gross things are happening. Uh, but where gross things don't happen is over on Patreon. Patreon.com/slash/dumbdragoncast. Uh, in spite as of often. our as often. Yeah. Do you lie? Yeah. Do you lie? No. Just, you know, I mean, yeah, we do like, lie. let's not live yeah. in absolutes, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> you know, like, it's true. Some of the best lies are rooted in uh, small truths, as uh, it was pointed out to us in the last episode. Wise also, man Opal has done some gross stuff. So over what there has, on Patreon. What has Opal done that was not biologically just in character? Just yeah. because it's biologically in character, him like cleaning himself is still. Yeah. That was not I me. I cheese that poop? That was... The yes, cheese poop. Oh me. my god! In the, the well. In the well. In the well. <laughs> this would, well. if you, if you join our Patreon, this will all make sense because there's a whole other game whole that Tom runs and um, Russ. It's off the rails. Well, that one. <laughs> yeah, it's a great time. Uh, and you also get an episode dedicated to you, like today's patron, Ongeron Kirzen. What a fantastic oh, name! Wow. What a Garen. name! Yes. Kirzen. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you that so is a much. powerful Thanks. name. Yeah. That is, wow. Love it. I know. (laughs) Yeah. Well, end of episode. (laughs) I know. Where do you go from there? Uh, We go to a game that we're going to play. Fuck it. Let's play it. Playing now. Play it. Play it. Play it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm not a horse girl. Is the sound you hear up ahead of you as you reach near reach the blood sewers tearing across the uh the open cavern which is still as we should set the scene you're in a cavern made of meat parts yeah and this 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 cavern this cave system that you descended from the uh, the undead uh, shanty town where you came off of the river sticks uh opens onto the blood sewers and coming up through the blood sewers which passes quickly in your vision are these hideous looking seahorse creatures with these giant like um like caterpillar arms on them uh and they have these like bighorn sheep horns on their head and they're pulling what looked like uh, some sort of facility manager or um, uh, King operations Triton? manager King Triton uh, could oh, be also perfect visual. Mm. Yes, I can see it exactly. Uh, in a shell? He's in a janitorial costume. No, I meant riding in a shell. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not his outfit. Uh-huh. Not wearing shell. No. But I mean, that well, would have been fine he's too. A, he's got a puka shell necklace though, but we won't judge him. Yeah. Oh, and frosted tips. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. It's what a look. Also, Guy Fieri is there oh. too. Yeah. Um, and we we see our our adventurers who are uh, who we've established are most of them are disgusted with their surroundings, um, but specifically, uh, Grancis and Flint are hanging back a little bit, not too far because you don't want to be separated in the meat caves. Um, and Grancis leans into Flint and says, "Oh." Uh, Lies and truths, and they're rooted in. When are you gonna? When are you gonna? You know. When they need to know. Mm. So they don't know. 
I, I think Thea has suspicions. Yeah. Yeah, she probably does. She's smart. She's like a whip, that one. She's pretty mean to me, but, you know, I, I, I treat her like a daughter. It's just because she loves you so much. Yeah. Well, I'm not very good with my kids. I named one after me. She, my daughter, specifically. I named my daughter after me. Grancine. Oh, yeah, Gr- Grancine, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> nice try. Uh, we drift up to the main group. God, this humidity. Oh, the blood humidity in, down in these sewers is rough. Um, so I was thinking when we get up there, the reason uh, I would bring you all is you've all traversed time. Uh, yeah. Even you lip syncing. Y- yeah, yeah. Could give credence to uh, the reason why I'm bringing you forth to uh, to Orcus. Of course, I'm going to do my best to play to his ego. Of course he knows about you. Of course he knows you've come here. It was Bahamut, right, that sent you? Mm, yes. Y- yeah, I mean... Probably knows that, too. Y- yeah. We could we'd assume these things, and perhaps inflating the ego, if he hasn't, will benefit us. And whenever, whenever we drop the facade. Like we say... We've come from the future because you've taken over and you're so amazing. And then he's happy. And we want to get in on ground floor. Oh, I mean, that's a business. whole new trick. Mm. Like, we see how it goes, yes? And it's not good. Yeah, like we want to be on the winning side. Is that... We could spin that that way. We could definitely spin it that way. I was thinking of bringing the, the heroes of the future have come back to slay Orcus as a reason to bring you in front of him um but if you want to i mean <laughs> uh whatever you think is the good thing to do I'm, this is hmm i mean these are sort of different plans but similar i mean are we here to tell him that how good are we gonna be as actors being like no yeah dude you're so cool like we wanted to get in on this and not die Horrible deaths. I, I mean, I'm gonna say some of us better than others. You're gonna have to do some evil shit in front of him if you want that to fly. Are you I mean, ready to do that? I, I'm looking at Night Hunter here. I mean, bless you. You're so strong and big and beautiful, but um, I I, I feel like you only can sort of speak the just just what you actually think. Yeah, Thea. If they asked you to kill Grancis a thousand times over, would you do it? Could you do it? Only a thousand times? Okay, maybe that's a bad example. Um, what? But you get what I'm trying to say. Nothing, Grants. Don't worry oh, about it. Yeah. Okay. Yes, we may have to sacrifice some of us in order to uh, save the world. Okay, so if this is our plan, then when do we... I mean, like five minutes in, we say like, Oh my God, you totally take over the world. We want to be on the winning side. And then like... Eldritch Blast, or you know, how long is this con? Yeah, is it like long con? We get in, we like we're here for. We we start working. Uh, we start in the, the the you know doing just regular jo- desk job, and then we work our way up, and then we go middle management, and then right. and then you know upper management. We get the sweet corner office, 
And then, yeah, we climb the corporate yeah, ladder. I mean, Grancis, yeah. you're going to have to torture yourself, yeah. I think. No, if I did that too, actually. You're advocating for like a 25-year plan? Yeah, I think so. I think so. How much time do we have? I mean, not, not that long. Not 25 right? years. Mm-hmm. And okay. we shouldn't sacrifice anyone to just turn around and attack them immediately after. We could use that person yeah. that we sacrificed to yeah, have certainly. more firepower. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. right. Did I mention I have catnap? I could be very helpful. Oh, do you think you did this mention will work that. against Orcus? Is that why you keep bringing it up? How powerful is catnap? Can you make him sleepy? Oh. Orcus is not a cat. No, it is no. about taking it's, cats. I, I, I just have to make a calming gesture, and up to three willing creatures. We could make him willing and wanting to have a nap, right? Uh, uh, and then I mean, he just falls I, asleep. Does evil sleep? I guess if we played like some, you know, bird sounds and some white noise, it might lull him whale songs, maybe. I don't think that is sort of what, uh, I mean, Varnox, you know better than me, but um, I mean, I know the big guy a bit and I don't feel like that's what he finds calming. I mean, I think you need something more oh. kind of dissonant. Screams and of the loud. innocent. Yep. I, yes. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. The lamenting of the unworthy. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, Grances, you got um, years of practice, so that sounded actually pretty, yeah, pretty yeah, good. Thank you, thank you. I've been practicing. Uh, and then there was like sharp pangs, right? How do you like those? I love that tune. Uh, that was, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's I feel like classic. I maybe, Someone could sample didn't that it. get turned into, oh, I guess, Arnox, you don't know yet, but I feel like there's a remix of that that we kind of like played oh. at the, at a party or something. Can you do it, a, what, just, uh, could you do that a little bit more rhythmically, oh. Francis? Because I feel oh. like. Oh. oh. Yeah, for sure we. I'm pretty sure we. Uh, I was on Guts Music Six. You got the stuff, kid. You got the stuff. He's got Thanks. that really certain something. You throw auto tune on there, and oh, it's gold. Yeah. No, that that's like. I mean, Cher was in the next cell. She was she was working the high range, and I was in the low register. And I bring it up sometimes, Matt. Now, did did Cher mention what she did to end up in the next cell? I'm curious. Uh, she turned back time. Of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she didn't actually believe in life after love? She didn't believe in life after love. Nope. She, yep. Uh, so nothing we can relate to. Uh, not turning back time. Life after love. You already, you already did that, didn't you? Yeah, no. Nothing that we, any of ourselves, have direct <laughs> interaction with. <clears throat> All right, we've talked a lot, and I and we have not yet come up with an idea. I we think maybe we go decided. with original... Original You've captured plan. us because we came back in time and... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, I guess, I have the same question. When do we attack? Like, then? Because we don't want them to get taken away to a cell. Yeah, we don't want to no. be separated. Yes. Um, so... Probably just, like, wait for prisoners. a lull in the conversation yeah. between Varnox and... And Orcus, yeah, it seems like. I mean, Orcus will probably like sort of. Um, he die Proselytizing mm-hmm. and like. Mm-hmm. I will swear my fealty mm. by executing you in front of Orcus, and instead of executing you, that's when we go. 
Yeah. Okay, oh, because yeah. he's expecting for the show. you to kill us, but instead we kill him. Yeah, that's Surprise. better than, better than the, the plan I had played out. So you would pretend to execute us and I would cast catnap and we would all fall pretend asleep and then be good. Yes. Okay, I mean, this seems like we've got A, get in front of Orcus, B, kill Orcus. It's only a two-step plan. plan It seems pretty easy. Francis pokes his head out into the blood sewers, which you have uh, obviously made it to completely now. Seems clear. I think we just have to make it up that ladder on the other side. We have to walk through the... Of the torrent of blood. Yeah, and I am going to say there is some uh, clots... So just, mm. it's, I mean, it's not yeah. just. They call them. Clots. Yeah. <laughs> just be, be careful. Clip clots. If you really want to be Im- impressive, you got to do a clot hop. Get across right. it. And you walk on clots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how you prove your, your loyalty to Orcus, is walking on clots. Let's proceed second step is to know the difference between glots with spots. Are you okay? Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, okay, you step out into the blood sewers. And it's like, it's uh, white water rapids if... Uh, this is the direct uh, relation, but it's red and foaming. Uh, and uh, more frequently than not, you see clots just like thrown up and like splat onto uh, the surface that you're now walking on. Uh, and uh, often to the left, everybody make a... Um, what's your uh, passive perception? Because there's a lot happening in front of you that you now have to walk Nine. Uh, ten. Ten. But I've maybe been here before. Ten for Night Hunter, but twenty for Thea. Oh, right. Thea's got the baller. um, She knows what's up. Perception. Thea's very smart. Uh, Twelve. Okay, so, yeah, absolutely, Thea. So everybody steps out, and you're just contemplating, you know, trying to time the clots, see if there's any rhyme or reason to why you are down here doing this task. Uh, before you, um, and Thea, you see um, often to both sides, actually, like uh, what you see out of the corner of your eye is like a tentacle move off of the walkway that runs alongside in the sewer. Guys, tentacles. Tentacles in the blood. Make a dexterity saving throw. Everyone? Probably not everyone. Uh, let's go Flint and uh, Lipsinky. 11. 14. Both of you are grabbed by the leg by this large uh, octopus-like tentacle. It's dripping with blood and caked with these clots, and it pulls you. Make a strength saving throw, please. 
Oh, jeez. Twenty, dirty twenty. A dirty twenty as well. Hey. Pulls you. You're yeah. knocked prone, but you're not pulled in. Let's go to the top of the round. I guess Grancis gets to go. God damn it. Catnap. <laughs> Hit him with the special <laughs> sauce. Do you think it's what? Do you think it's really tired and willing? Because uh, that's because that's that's what catnap does. Um, he's going to try to hit it with some magic missiles. Uh, it's, uh, 18, uh, 28, and a 17. Uh, so magic missiles blast. I mean, you know magic missile hits every time, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. not Jim's magic missile. Oh, okay. I'm withdrawn. Yeah, Jim's magic missile. I Why are they gluten free? If they wanted to do the most amount of damage, they'd be glutinous as hell. They should. That's a, so true. And covered in peanuts and like <laughs> soy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, those strike and blast, and you feel them uh, recoil and then pull back in away from you. So we got to make it across there with the uh, with the squid squids. Who's first? Francis puts his finger to his nose. Very well. I'll. Uh, I'll take it up. How far is that? Uh, how 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 wide is the span? It's a big blood sewer. Let's say twenty five feet across to the next. Okay. So you got five feet, twenty feet, and then five feet. So twenty foot gap. Yeah, I guess I should clarify. What I'm picturing is like an old fashioned, oh, yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. medieval. So like with an mm. arched roof yep. and walkways mm. along looked, the side. Yeah. Okay, perfect. That's exactly yeah. what I'm picturing. Yeah. Looks like it would be nice if it wasn't raging blood rivers. You know this. This is meat. The walls are meat. Yeah. Just think we could shoot a rope across and uh, hope that it sticks in deep enough. Let's do it. As you guys give it a go. work that rope situation out, uh, Thea casts Levitate on herself, and then using the, like, I don't know, different moles and pores of the wall, uh, pulls herself up and over. We should have given her the rope. Yeah. Well, here, hand me the rope. Oh. I, <laughs> I was, like, halfway through. <laughs> like, <laughs> I grab the rope, and I... Make my way spider climbing, but not spider climbing because it's just levitation. I'm just moving myself, um, like a like a weightless rock flesh climber. Oh, uh, to the other side where I f- fasten it to the end of an arrow and like just drive it into the f- fleshy wall. It's good. You, you drive it in and feel it like. Pull it in further. Oh, God. Uh, And uh, you test it. It seems like it's like it's strong. It's anchored on both sides. Um, And you make your way across. Um, Everybody make a dexterity, uh, either acrobatics or athletics. I mean, except for us, because I'm still attached to a tentacle. No, those released on the magic missile. I was yeah. still fully under the impression that we were attached to the tentacles. Sorry, yeah, I, they, they were blasted by the magic missile. They recoiled and pulled into the, okay, into gotcha. the sewer. Yeah, yeah no, great. you guys are just chilling. I mean, great news. Yeah. I, I want to take back where I poke it in. I poke it into the roof because then you can swing on it instead of how. how is it going to help you with a straight across? <laughs> our balance are, is impeccable. 
Oh, 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 I see. <laughs> Tied it on your end, yeah. and now it's just it's a tightrope. Tight oh, gotcha. Uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna do this, and I just uh, cast spider climb on myself, and I just, I'm not messing with this rope business. I'm feel like just, I'm gonna fall. All right. I guess I'm, I guess I'm Go on. going on the rope. Here we go. Uh, what's my dexterity? I'm an old man. Probably, probably great. <laughs> probably really great. Probably uh, the best stat you have. Acrobatics. Athletics is actually better. Uh, so that's a nine. Uh, so Grancis swings uh, and slips and falls into the raging rapids. Oh, shit. Varnox is going to dive after him. Uh, you're diving, swimming uh, to him. Yeah. Uh, making uh, probably athletics because you're, you're swimming and then you're going to try okay. and pull him. That is a 13. Well, uh, Vornox is doing that. Can you, like, is Grant, does he have, like, one hand out of the sewer as he's, like, being swept away? Like, what's going on there? Yeah, like, there's the occasional, like, all right. On, on a stretch when his hand is, like, above. I try to throw my dwarven hammer into his hand so that the handle will land okay. in his hand and I can maybe slow his progress a little. Okay. Subsequently uh, breaking every bone in Grant's <laughs> I love that. Is that a matter uh, gets swept away? No. Truth. Yeah, drown in blood or broken hand. Make I mean, it's his choice. An attack roll for your accuracy. I'm going to Kay. make an intelligence check to see if he has the wherewithal... Uh, to or uh, to probably hold. just straight up perception uh, is probably good to see if he is able to see it coming. Holy <laughs> my word! That's a nat one. Can, uh, okay. Can, so how I far mean, is he? He's drowning in goopy, clotty yeah. blood. I can this can work. The thorn whip him? No, nope, this can work. Uh, roll uh, like just a two hit. Uh, Nineteen before whatever bonuses I get. So, like, 84? 33. Whoa. <laughs> okay, so, uh, as we previously mentioned, Grancis rolled a natural one. So, what's going to happen is you're... I mean, if it's a two hit, technically my two hits on a 19 are crits. So, just... So, you kill Grancis? Just, what are you I trying mean, to just say? if it needs to be, like, extra successful to battle the crit <laughs> one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is it's it, like, super, super accurate? Successful. Do you have, like, a little, like, loop? On the end, that you know that oh, they could like so that you don't hit wrist? the TV when mm. you throw the hammer. <laughs> this totally, that's exactly what Switch. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Or with an and Oculus, you know, it's kinda, got a strap. Yeah, yeah. So always just, wear your strap. Just kind of go uh, around his wrist. <laughs> okay, so several things happened because Varnox jumped in with a thirteen. Dwarven thrower was super awesome with a thirty bajillion, uh, and then Grancis fucked it all up again with a one. Uh, <laughs> so. Varnox and Dwarven Hammer go like almost at the same time. Varnox, you have no problem catching up because you're going with the rapids and you're much more much more strong than Grancis is and he's kind of flailing about slowing himself down. Uh, on one of his bumps as you are getting to him, Dwarven Hammer connects with Grancis's chest. He's now hugging the hammer. <laughs> roll, oh my god. Roll damage, please. I mean, I've got great distance control, but I don't think it's that great. No. All right. <laughs> Oh, Grancis has poor ribs. Not as bad as it could have been, guys. Uh, so that's 11. 11 bludgeoning damage. 11 bludgeoning damage that's straight to bad. an old man's sternum. Struck to an old man's sternum. No problem. Uh, but like, 
Honestly, 11's a little on the lower side it of what is. it possibly yeah. could have been. Of course it, been, it is. Yeah, it could have been separate. It's much the darkest worse. timeline. It could have been like 80. Like, um, so Varnox, just as you about reach Grancis, he's like zips away from you. Uh, and you're left there like, what the fuck? But then he comes barreling back and you grab his leg and are pulled back with him towards uh, towards Flint and the rest of the group. <laughs> Flint just have two arms open like, <laughs> come to Baba. Uh, yeah, make an athletics check to see how well you catch both of these people <laughs> and your hammer. All right. Uh, 14 plus 11. 25. Oh, Dang. Slip into the warm of warm yeah, embrace right? like, of like Flint. To Papa. So soft. Like a big uh, hug embrace. Everybody flies back. It, it is a bit it is a bit of a cluster because there's there's three of you, there's arms and legs everywhere, but everybody's cushioned and soft and lands, of course, on the side that you were on previously. Um, but safer, nonetheless. <laughs> Bloodier. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, no, we're really gonna Oh God. Wow, you gotta, gotta look the part. Really put a spin on that one, didn't you? Why did no one think about tying a rope to Grancis's waist before we let him go across this thing? I feel like he made his own choice. I I guess yell from the other side because I've already, or maybe this is oh, no, the and I just chit chatting. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. so. I'm like, yeah. why yeah. don't we do that? I, I, I think that um, sometimes Grancis thinks he knows best because he's the oldest and he doesn't really listen to reason, like. He's made way more bad decisions than I have. I mean, since I've known you, that's certainly true. And I've lived a lot longer than him. Okay, everybody. I've, I just remembered that I read in my book that I can cast fly. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, friends. It is the middle. That is a song that... Is I mean, song off, uh, off, and into the to going up. It could be sound of silence, but we're going for positive as we live in the abyss. We're in the abyss, and it's terrifying and gross. It, okay, mostly gross right now, reaching terrifying levels of grossness. Hi, it's me, your dungeon master. Hi, yeah, it's me. I'm the problem. It's me because I come up with all the stuff that's gross. Okay, get to it, Russ. See, when I'm alone, I don't have focus. That's my problem. I need everybody else to focus me. Where we would like to have you come join us is over on Patreon. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. We have a little bit more simplified tiers right now. Not tiers as in the sadness in the abyss, but tiers as in structure. Like a $5 tier... Uh, a $25 tier, and a game time, which is now $60 instead of 100 which it has been in the past. So we're, we're trying that out and having a great time. There's a game every month, and we want you to join us over there. What do you get at these tiers? So at $5 and up, you get access to a whole ton of bonus content, as well as ad-free of the main series. That's right. So not only do you get like basically double the number of episodes that are in the main feed, but you don't you don't have to listen to ads. That's a bonus. You get access to the Discord community. At $25, you become a supporting producer. You get your name listed at the end of every episode. Just listen to the end. See how many cool cats are back there. They're all cool. I don't know if they're all cats, but they're all, they're all just wonderful people. And at game time, obviously, you get to play a game with one of us running the game and then another person playing. 
and up to four total people from the community can play. So you get to make friends at the same time. It's a great time. Patreon.com slash DumbDragonCast. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish up now, get you back to the episode. Next week, maybe, maybe some more people will be here. Maybe. We'll see. Talk to you soon. Okay, bye. And we cut up to the street <laughs> uh, where there's a, a manhole cover. Oh, no. It's, yeah. What is that? Literal. Uh, yeah. Uh, yep. it's, <laughs> with a... Uh, the, 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 the butt, butt plug, plug is released into the city square. Oh, God. And whose head pokes up first? <laughs> well, I would think Varnox, Varnox right? Varnox or Lysinki, yeah. right? It's got to be. Because now Cause we're in, like, like, it's happening now. Villagers, yeah. right? Yeah. We, do, we don't want to be seen as not, we don't want the ruse, right? Yes. To be. Yeah, we can't be seen leading. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, okay, so Varnox, you poke your head up. Squeak. Right uh, in the town square of Nertir, off into uh, the left, you see the gates and the massive steeple of Orcus's castle. And uh, off into the right, you see the row of mausoleums. And there are several guards who are drawn to the butt plug being expelled uh, and come are rushing over. They haven't. You don't know if they've seen you directly, but they're coming over to your position right now. I'm pulling myself out and, uh, you know, pulling up uh, Lip Sinky next, I imagine. And then um, feel like probably would have, would you know, would have addressed the, maybe some manacles or something before heading up. So Taking the rope and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, whatever plans we needed to do as far as getting that ready. But once, uh, once I get out, I... Wipe the blood off myself, and I say, ah, uh, good, you're here. Yep. Oh, oh, Mr. Varnox. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. They all stand uh, just kind of shabbled in what they... Uh, at, at ease. In, at ease, you're fine. At, at, at attention, like arms and legs are all out all over the place. Oh, uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, what, what, are you, what are you doing coming up uh, from the sewers? Oh, annual clot hop. You know how it goes. Anyway, mm, um, mm, mm, mm. I'm going to be taking some high-profile prisoners. Oh, of course. So I need course, you to go for and you. open the gate. I'll be taking oh, yes, to okay. Orcus's court directly. Yes, of course. Why would I question you? There's no zero reason. Up, 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 up. You see two of them zip off. Good. I'll, I'll mention your commitment to the Dark Lord. Thank you for telling uh, to the, telling the Dark Lord that Gartholomew is the greatest guard uh, known to the Abyss. Yes. Gartholomew? Gartholomew. Gartholomew. How's Beverly? She's doing she well. Good? She's uh, falling apart <laughs> at the seams. Uh, just to be expected about this time mm. of year. Good. Um, good. We'll get her sewn back up. Don't worry about it. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Uh, okay. Off to the gates. Up, 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 up. Are you all ready? Yeah, you guys feel like those ropes? Like, you can get out of that, right? I mean, they look serious, but... It's all, it's all good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm playing the part. I got this cracked sternum. It's really, really just like, yeah, you gave it to us. You took us by storm. That's right. 
You've got it. You should probably punch Flint in the face a couple times. I mean, Thea, can you, like, heal him a little bit for that? Grancis punches you in the face, Flint, for an 18 <laughs> to hit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, uh, wait one sec. Let me check that AC. Yeah, that'll hit. Uh... <laughs> this bony old man fist <laughs> just right. flies right. out of your face. Uh, surprisingly, four damage. Uh, <laughs> and it was actually. And how many damage did Flint or did uh, Grant's take? <laughs> uh, probably a couple. <laughs> I get in between them and breaking it, break it up, and say, "Ah, yes, your morale is broken in front of the Dark Lord's gates. <laughs> Welcome yourselves to the end." <sighs> Looking over my shoulder. <laughs> I think they believe you. Good. Yeah. Shh. Uh, you all begin to proceed through these uh, skeletal gates that have been creaked open. Uh, you're walking along what, at a, at a glance, looks like cobblestones, but is actually skulls uh, that you're walking down and across, and it leads up to this massive spired. Uh, castle. Um, you proceed up to the front gates and there's two more guards that uh, front uh, doors and there's two more guards that barrel them open and you're inside this uh, massive entryway that as described is covered. The floor is covered in woven hair that looks like it's blowing in some makeshift breeze the walls themselves feel not feel because I doubt any of you are actively touching them right now but look like they have a pulse to them there are sconces on the walls that are made of jaw bones and like clack together with these blue and black and purple twisting lights flames within them anybody grossed out enough (laughs) that was a homie I look towards Varnox and I say, uh, where'd you find this interior designer? Shut your mouth, prisoner. He's really committing to the bit. And plus, it super looks like he struck me because I'm bleeding a little bit from Grancis's, uh punch earlier. Uh, Varnox, you're, we're going straight to Orcus. Is that the plan? That was the plan? Uh, I'm going to lead them in a way that gives us a chance to where, you know, maybe there would be some patrol, but likely we would have a moment to just confer a little bit and, you know, to talk it out. Um, yeah. Would uh, Varnox have a quote-unquote office space that he's he's rented? Maybe and, downtown? Yeah, are there intake forms that need to happen? or I mean, you're upper management, so... Uh, yeah, I'll, that's a very good point. Oh, yeah. Well, why don't we head to my office for the processing so that uh, the uh, bureaucratic enjoyments that Orcus seems to have, very evil, uh, is is met. Oh, so a lot of paperwork down here then? And I give him a big wink. Yes, yes, you'll that. learn the ways soon enough and uh, we'll be able to get you on, on the fast track up to the executive uh, branch. Oh, Oh, Mr. Varnox, that sounds amazing. I'm so happy well, to be here. Thank you, Miss Pip Diggins. I'm glad you accompanied me to take care of this filth. Walk, 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 walk. Yeah, it's beautiful here, and these guys are the worst, Super right? Super awful, and I hate them. 
Oh, they're being so Yeah, rude. I hate them too. Yeah. They're, they're hurting they're my feelings. So evil. Gosh, yeah, that's right. Now, now you know how it feels. <laughs> um yeah, lead him lead him to uh to my office for processing. Yeah, you walk down uh, several corridors uh, to your office, and as you pass, you see uh, several groups of undead just shambling, like bumping into the walls, and a couple more uh, guards, like, positioning them and walking them down. They give you nods as they go, both both sets, the, the brain dead and the not. <laughs> you make it into your office. What is your office? Uh, my office is... Uh not unpacked. I moved a lot of stuff in, but I haven't unboxed it because I haven't spent too much time here yet. So, um, you know, there's still like, there's a good layer of dust on the, uh, on the skull encrusted desk. It's a requirement. Um, not our, not Varanox's choice, but, uh, he prefers a standing desk. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, you know, sometimes I, if I can get a treadmill of skin going, then I can get my steps in while I do my paperwork. But, uh, it wasn't in the budget. Um, but no, um, uh, please, you can have a, have a seat on the chaise while we, uh, figure some things out. That was something I was able to score. I'm pretty proud of. It's comfortable. I think you'll enjoy it. Um, it's actually made of not remains. So, uh, really had to fill out a lot of paperwork for that one. Uh, we're just going to sit down here. I'd like to say you settle in better, but honestly, this is exactly what your office looks like. Like when we meet, like you're, you work too hard, I guess is what I'm saying. You work too hard. You never unpack your office. I believe, believed in what I was going after. And, uh, if you're sitting behind a desk, then uh, you're not really doing the Lord's work. I guess is how I would put it. Um, yeah. Orcus's will be done out in the world, not here. I feel like he's got things here. Yes, I'm getting a little swept up. Um, this is weird for me. But it's okay. I'm okay. You're all okay. Are you... I've never done something like this before. I've never betrayed someone. Which I know betrayal is a weird thing, considering he's evil, I'm evil. Betrayal seems like an evil thing to do, but it's for the good. Um... You're doing great job. Well, uh, Flint, Thea, you've been honest with me this entire time since I've met you in this timeline. How do you do it? How do you? How do you make a hard choice? Like, like, not, not, not. How do you make a hard choice? This isn't a hard choice. It's a weird choice. What do we do? How did you prepare yourselves? How did you get yourselves ready to take on Tiamat? You know, throwing yourself into it without thinking too much. It's a strategy that's, um, that's, that's one we've taken a few times. It has its merits because you don't question. You know what you're doing is the right thing. Do you wish you'd planned a bit more? Yes. Do you wish your best friend hadn't been murdered? Uh, absolutely. Um, but, you know, um, le- le- legacy, right? It's it's not it's not for us. It's for everyone else. It's for 
the world after we're gone. And and that's a that's a noble um, pursuit. Yeah, we didn't have to prepare. We were prepared by what happened before. Forged in the flames. I'm afraid this goes. You're back. not having. No, you're not having second. No, no, it's the. It's really shitty. I, I used to believe that at one point, as you know. And then I had my crisis of faith, and it's like a second crisis of faith going back to the first faith. Um, I'm going to choose to trust you still in that that this will pan out well for everyone else if death is what we commit ourselves to for the greater good then so be preferably it preferably not preferably not though like you know be optimistic yeah I mean ideally we're all good here but if that's what needs to happen that's what needs to happen unfortunately do you feel prepared to take on a god again? I was just going to say, it's not the first time. Okay. But no, I don't. But I'll be ready for it, prepared or not. Well, when you're ready, I'm ready to. We'll sign these forms. Yes, actually, yes. <laughs> let, me, let me, they're around here somewhere. Paper. <laughs> Sorry, I just have to collate them real quick. Well, Hang on. Well, Vardox is getting those ready. Like, I feel like we're... Like, this is where Leosin would get our wills done up and uh, tell us that we're, we're good. Uh, but, like, Thea and Flint, like, if we, there's, I feel like you two need to talk before we go fight Orcus's face, as Night Hunter put it earlier. Yeah, we've been through a lot. We should, you know, have a tat-a-tat. Sure. We'll, we'll give you space. Uh, oh, look at these beautiful... God, you got the sconces in here too, son of a bitch. Yeah, sorry. The awkward staring continues for a moment. So we're, we're back at it, hey? Uh, just say it. Oh, fuck. Fuck, how can, how can you be? <sighs> Is Flint even in there? Honestly, I'm not sure. The last I saw of him, it didn't look so great for him. What do you mean, didn't look so great for him? You're, isn't it, aren't you sharing a, like, mind space? I mean, we, we were, um, kind of had it out over who was taking over. Mm-hmm. And again, it didn't go so well for him. He lost to you? I mean, I don't know what to tell you. You can tell me why you're doing any of this. Why you're pretending to be him. You could have just hopped up and said, yo, I'm not Flint. Yeah, I could have. Mm-hmm. And all those people that had their hopes built on the fact that he was going to come back well, maybe that was just something that they didn't need to hear at that moment. Can we trust you? I mean, I've, I've seen what's out there as the alternative. So yeah, I'm, at, I'm all in. If we survive this, I don't want to see you again. Okay. Farnox, are we done here? Um, 
I believe so. Uh, one last question for Grancis. Can you make like some kind of dimensional hole for me to put this thing in? And I hold up the wand of Orcus. There's a lot of holes like all around here. <laughs> yeah. <choose one. laughs> a dimensional one. They have dimensions, yes. Oh, 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 the joke I made earlier to Night Hunter. Uh, uh, the one about the, the guy from Van Cuttet? Yes. Right. Yeah. What does that do? Yeah. Where did it go? There it is. Found it. I found it, everybody. It was on page 87. Uh, right down at the bottom there. Fine print. Uh, sequester. So I can take a willing creature or an object and hide it away, safe from detection for the duration. So when I cast the spell and touch the target, it becomes invisible and can't be targeted by divination spells or perceived through scrying sensors created by divination spells. Uh, if the target is a creature, it's not a creature, is it? Uh, it's sentient, yeah, but it's not a oh, creature. Okay, it falls, if, okay, so if it's sentient, that could cause an issue, because it would have to be willing sentient, uh, but time ceases to flow for it, and it falls asleep. You set a condition for the spell to end early. The condition can be anything you choose, but it must occur or be visible within one mile of the target. Examples include, but not all in, after 1,000 years or when the Tarrasque awakens, this spell also ends if the target takes any damage. So I can make it invisible and then they can't find it by magic, but I don't know how Orcus finds things. Well, um, we can try whatever we can try. Um, okay. Well, this is going to sound weird, but, um, Nighthunter, is there any chance that you have, like, um, a, a lock of, I don't know, anyone's, uh, hair, like Ilya's hair, or, uh, anything like that with you? I mean, probably not, right? You, you sort of left unexpectedly. Uh, first, why do you want it? Uh, well, I can do this thing where I can, like, summon an elemental and it has a box and then we can put a thing in the box and it can send it to a person or creature in another plane and only they can open it. So, I mean, I don't know how the wand works, so is that a terrible idea? I mean, where Ilya is, I guess I can't send it through time. Honestly, this whole thing is so confusing. Is the wand, can, can you use it against him? I feel he would uh, take it from me easily. Yeah, he just will seize it back. So we could send it somewhere else so he couldn't get well, it at least. At least. I do not have Ilya's hair, but uh, Opal sheds like literally everywhere. I have cat hair all over me. All the, all the time, cat hair. Here, there. Okay, well, I mean, the cat seemed erratic, but, I um... I think he will have lots of fun um, having box he cannot open. Can he open it? Uh, he he would be able to open it, is the thing. The person that we have the 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 physical piece of... I will be there. ...would be able to open Ilya it. Ilya will be there. The cat is not alone. We are always together. And it's now, which is not then... In the future, 
you guys are probably just living a nice life like going to farms or something right now. Well, probably just shitting in vills. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to cast Galder's Speedy Courier. So I summon an air elemental. Mm-hmm. It's formless, transparent, immune to all damage, and can't interact with other creatures or objects. It has an open, empty chest. Uh, whose interior dimensions are three feet on each side. We can deposit as many items as we want in the chest that will fit. Then we name a living creature that you have met or seen at least once, um, for which you have, like, a nail clipping or some cat fur, for example. And then as soon as the chest is closed, the elemental in the chest disappear, then reappear adjacent to the target creature at a higher level, so I gotta burn a real high one for this, um, you can send it to a creature on a different plane of existence. Hey, y'all, it's confusing when you're traveling through time in different planes, but I think just put the put the wand in that little chest and we'll close it up and um, it'll just appear in front of Opal and um, he's the only one that'll be able to open it so it won't be here. And we're probably going to, you know, I mean, we're, we're heading there right now. So I don't think yeah. uh, Orcus is, can get is it Is there back. a way we could be like, hey, don't open this box? Could we write on the outside of box? I mean, let's just try and like scrawl something on the outside. So the little there's like a chest floating in the air right now, basically because Waiting. you can't really really see the elemental. Uh, you got a pen around here, or I mean, God, does it have to be one of those um, blood fountain pens? Uh, I guess. Yeah, you know, you know it does. So if I just write "Don't open" and it's dripping blood, I mean, he's he's not an idiot. He's probably not going to open it, good. right? Because as long as like even if. Orcus summons it. It might have to be still within the box. If it's if it's still in the box, Orcus couldn't exactly. even open it. Let's hope this works. I mean, he's not an idiot, right? Yeah, I mean, there's no way. So imagine you're just living your life and a box appears and it says, don't open and blood is dripping down it written in blood. I mean, only an idiot open that. would open that. You would that. probably throw it in a well or something, uh, right? Perhaps, Light it on fire? Right. Uh, do not open Song Kitty. Uh, uh, okay. I, I can't. Okay. So I sort of twist it because I can't close it yet. And right, like, do not open Song Kitty and then sort of push it towards Varnox. Put the, put the wand in. And I snap it closed. Snaps. And it's gone. And it sounds like when you send an email. <laughs> it's no longer there. That was a good thing, right? I, I, you we tell me. to get that wand. We don't. I mean, we didn't want him to get it. If anything, so it might slow down it's the not getting here. of it. Um, which any time in this situation, I feel will be good time. Okay. All right. So um, let's let's go. Bad Orcus? Fuck it. Let's kill a god. Cut to a grand chamber entrance. 
And there's this huge goat head figure on the face of this door. And as you approach it, all of you, uh, Varnox leading, Lipsinky behind, and the rest of you in ropes loose enough for you to get out of, the doors swing open and there's this, this inhalation into the room, like air is just being let back in. There's this huge burning fire in the center of this chamber, darkly lit on the other side is this massive shadowy figure who's inset on this huge skeletal throne and this resonant echoing voice echoes out through the space Voronox Ilya, Night Hunter! Ilya, Night Hunter! Where, where, where the fuck did you go? God damn it. You're always running away, playing hide and seek in the forest. <sighs> Never let me play the games with them. Then there's the sound of like these drums, like in Jumanji. <laughs> and this box just sticking up and out of the sand in front of Opal appears. And he looks down at it. Oh. I wonder what that is. Reaches down to pick it up. Hmm. I'll hang on to this one for later. Elia! Night Hunter! Where are you? Dungeons and Dragons, Season 2, Episode 144, starring Amy Moore as Thea and Night Hunter, Carla Maxted as Lipsinki. Tom Laird as Flint, with Kyle Classett as Varanox, Peter Joseph Lewis as Orcus, and Russ Moore as your Dungeon Master. Dialogue editing by Carla Maxted, and sound design by Russ Moore. This episode featured music from Epidemic Sound and Artlist, and sound effects from Epidemic Sound, Boom Library, and Sound Ideas. And a huge thank you to our supporting producers, Gabriel Lynch, Jessica Babiak, Cat Waterflame, Jacob Madden, Christian Brown, Craig Zeiss, Perry Matey, Cosmic Octopus, Kayla Littlejohn, L.A. Branton, Nathaniel Teeter, Ongeron Kirsten, Old School Gamer D, Destiny Garcia, Jordan Anderson, and Louis Hayes. Join us today at patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. Game time now $60 a month. Become a supporting producer or just join the community and get access to hundreds of hours of additional bonus content. Patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. We hope to see you over there. That's it for now. Have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. <laughs> the Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Where am I? Welcome to Desert Skies, Traveler. Your journey through the physical plane has come to an end. I am the attendant. My colleague here is the mechanic. Yo! This is your last stop on your way to the great beyond. It's our job to make sure you're prepared for the ride. Now, before hitting the road, 
we have an impressive selection of over 34 varieties of microwavable burritos. Um, what, what, what's going on? There's gotta be a better afterlife than this. I mean, come on! Uh, that's offensive. Something seems to be wrong with me. You left something major undone. I have a life outside of this gas station, you know. You quite literally do not. Any hobbies? Nope. Ever travel? Nope. Love interests? Are you kidding? Oh my god. You're like the human version of a plain bagel. Cash register. How can I help you, attendant? Play some music? You got it. It's kind of funny, though. What I needed wasn't back there. It was here, waiting for me. I wonder what it feels like, Mac, to miss the physical plane, the people we left behind. You know, I had a wife who died three years ago. Wish I could go back. No, you don't need to go back. You just need to be here. And a new traveler approaches. Ready, team? Ready. Good. Let's do this. Find Desert Skies wherever you listen to podcasts.